Mighty Mike, Tēnei Hōtaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. I'm Wallace Chapman. Now, in Auckland State Highway 20, southwestern motorway, a multi-vehicle crash is blocking both lanes southbound just before the Puanui uh, ramp off-ramp, Puanui Road off-ramp, rather. Consider an alternative route, expect delays. And in Christchurch State Highway 74, Bromley, the road is closed between Maces Road and Linwood due to flooding caused by a burst water main. Kiamo Tonomai Koto Katoa coming up. Labour says it'll cap the number of vape stores nationwide to 600 if re elected, halving the number of stores. Will that help in a crackdown on youth vaping? And today, are school speed limits creating a safety postcode lottery in Auckland? Find out more at quarter past four. And today on the panel, is the South Island being Ignored. Gary Moore yesterday said that the South Island should be seen as more than just a clip-on to politicians. And just helping out a mate, Steve Hansen says, and who has been who has been who has he been helping? Oh, just the wall of his head coach Eddie Jones in a World Cup year. And our listener question for you today comes off the back of your response to the paper on story. What was your after-school or summer job? Tell us about it. Did you enjoy it or did you hate it? One of mine was raspberry picking in Brightwater. Terrible job because I couldn't stop eating the raspberries, so I couldn't fill up the buckets. What was yours? Text me, 2101. You can email the panel at rnz.co.nz. With me, Bootsy Moran, urban strategist and founder of Places for Good, which is a Auckland-based community engagement collective. Kia ora, Bootsy. Tēnā Wallace. Happy to be here. And Martin Bosley, owner of Yellow Brick Road and food columnist. Kia ora, Martin. Kia ora, Wallace. Kia ora, Bootsy. Now with us uh, is, uh, well, with us is Martin and Bibsi, but um, very worthwhile story this one. Pretty upsetting to see an injured bird on your property. We had quite a few after the cyclone, and in Auckland you just take them down to bird care Aotearoa, as I have after the cyclone. They're a doc-permitted wildlife rehabilitation centre, the largest bird rehab centre in the country, but... They risk closing by 2024 because of rising costs. They are a charity that relies on donations. So with us is volunteer Ariel Makaya-Heswell. Kia ora, Ariel. Hi, how are you? Good. Give us an overview of the work that Bird Care Aotearoa does. Yes, well, Birdka Aotearoa, as you mentioned before, is a doc-permitted um, bird hospital. And we have taken in, since 2018, over 31,000 birds. And each year we rehabilitate and we ad- admit over 6,000 birds each year. And this has been rising. Last year we had 6,500 birds coming through our doors. So we are pretty intense in the number of birds which we have. We are the largest um, bird rehabilitation centre in Aotearoa. Yes, I I knew your services very well, uh, actually not long after Sarkin Gabriel, because uh, looked out the window, oh my goodness, there was a bird that was suffering uh, on the ground and we didn't know what to do. We just had no idea. What do we do? Do we try and humanely kill it? Or then I realised there is a place called Bird Care Aotearoa. 
went to you guys the next week, another bird. And would you believe it, the week after that, another bird. And so I got in the queue, went to your place, and you cared for it. I think the one or two passed away. So what's the problem now? What issue is bird care facing? Yes, at the moment we're just facing um, a risk of closure, especially as the number of birds we get increase each year. We get a higher number of more intense patients. Last year we've had way more gannets come in, for example. We've had some more um, petrels and other hawks as well. Just an increase in the number of these high care patients, which demand a lot more food. For example, the gannets love their fishy diet, which is quite expensive. And with all these extra costs and care and food, sadly, we just do not have the funds, and the funds are running out as these costs increase. Ariel, do you have any outside partnerships like um, with Sea Lord or any fisheries? Because I feel like Maybe there could be some sort of cross-sponsorship deals going on here if you don't already have those already. Oh, that would be an interesting one to have with Sea Lord. Um, But at the moment, sadly, we don't actually have any consistent um, external funding source from absolutely anyone. We really wish we do. Um, We have been reaching out to multiple agencies about it. But sadly, at this moment in time, no consistent funding. We purely relying on donations and charities and being a charitable more, trust. I have one more question about the location. Like, are you based in a big building, small building? Do you have to pay a lot of rent? Uh, so we are based in Green Bay and uh, we are part of a trust. And so we we have a building. It's, pre- it's from a Sorry, it's a house um, style building. Mm-hmm. And so we have a large grounds and we operate here with the hospital. Um, we have our own little seabird aviaries and our own little clinics. Um, we also have a huge space for all our outdoor aviaries as well, as well as a place um, in order to <clears throat> raise up our babies during the baby bird seasons. But yeah, we're located in yeah. Green Bay in Mar- a residential property. Martin, yeah. you got a question, comment? Yeah, I was going to, um, besides, thanks, um, thanks, Ross. Um, Adam McCarr, thank you. Uh, yeah, I was just going to follow on from, from what Bob said regarding the, um, the fish meal there. One of my other hats that I wear is I'm a fishmonger. Uh, with contacts to um, a lot of f- fish processors around the country, so uh, I might give you a call offline about that. Actually, out on the car, but uh, is it is it is it money that you need, or is it product? Is it, is it you know what, what's the what, what what's the what's um, the magic bullet here for you guys? Really, ideally, we do need funds. Um, yeah. We would ideally like to raise over a hundred thousand before the end of the year that is ideal um we will always accept other kinds of donation whether it's um food um given to us we will always accept those and we're extremely grateful for those donations but, but, but right is, now money is, money um, donations and funds and yeah, money is it's, the more i was quite key. amazed i well while i was surprised rather to actually go there and see there's actually a queue of people because it seems to be quite an issue you know, what to do if you have a bird that's in mm. pain. What to do if you have a bird that's suffering. Uh, it was it was something we had to get our head around. Like you put it in a box, you make sure it's um, safe and comfortable, then you take it to a place such as Bird Care Aotearoa. Um, do you have staff there? Yes. Yeah, we do have staff on site. Um, we have... Oh, approximately about 10 permanent staff, but we also have 
a hundred almost almost a hundred volunteers who donate their time and come in during the mornings and the afternoons so yeah we do have some staff and we also have uh some also casual staff during the summer during the busiest season which is coming up mm-hmm. and but yes primarily we are dominant on volunteers how did you start ariel uh sorry can you repeat that how did you start there uh, I started volunteering um, in around oh, 20, September 2020 and have got the odd um, summer job. And, yeah, now I help out a lot here. Yeah. Martin? Well, um, yeah. Did, did I hear you say 31,000 birds since 2018 that you've been sick? Yeah. Seems like yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm in Wellington. I, you know, I find injured mm. bird down here. I mean, have you got affiliates around I'll tell her that you that you work with and I mean are you everywhere or are you just Auckland Central? So, um, Birdka Aotearoa is just in Auckland, uh, but we do have um, we do have connections through the rehabilit- wildlife rehabilitation um, network of New Zealand, which do have other um, and this is a. Uh, organization a rehabilitators network we communicate with other rehabilitators throughout the motu but us as bird as an individual we are based in auckland right, okay. okay so if you do a search for the name uh, that's where you you can go and see the website is that mm-hmm. right ariel yes that is correct nice yeah. one all, all the very best and i hope you get yeah, uh, the funds to continue beyond uh 2024 kia ora. thank you that is Ariel Mackay as well from Bird Care Aotearoa. They rehabilitate around 6,000 birds a year. Last year, 6,500 because of the changing weather. A lot more birds coming in because uh, they are suffering. They've been hit or have hit walls or such like, been blown around by the gales. Um, so if you want to make a donation to this charity, Bird Care Aotearoa, just do a Google search and you'll find them there. Uh, meanwhile, a really big response to your after-school jobs or summer jobs. Here's one here. Um, my after-school job, fourth form, was delivering telegrams from my from Mount Albert Post Office on my bike Monday to Friday after school uh, Avondale College. Another one here. My part-time job, first year university, 72, dividing cooked chickens into skin, bones and meat for pies. Trays of 20 arrived every 30 minutes, led to very soft hands. Irvine's Pies in the tip-top factory in Auckland. Keep those coming, your after-school job. All right, time for I've Been Thinking. Boopsie Moran, take it away. Well, I've been thinking, Wallace. Um, I just got back from a trip to California, and I hadn't seen my nieces in the summertime since before COVID. And my nieces and nephews, one thing I've always done with them is I'm adventure auntie. And my job is to basically induct them into the public transport system of Northern California. So I was wondering about other listeners kind of rites of passages they do for their children or their nephews and nieces, because we have to, The my seven-year-old nephew and 13-year-old niece will fight over who gets to buy the ticket. They will have to learn the zones. They have to learn how to transfer and I've done this, the eldest was 18, so this is the last adventure auntie trip, which is why I flew in, basically, just to have that moment with Anais. And so it was interesting to see um, them all work the system and how it had changed over time. But yeah, I want, I'm curious what other rites of passage people do. So here in New Zealand, my children get a hop card at five, 
and they get their own library card. I kind of wait till they're 10 because I get kind of nervous about library books. But yeah, so other listeners, I'm curious what they're, I've been thinking about what kind of rites of passage experiences we do um, here in New Zealand. It's funny you mentioned this because uh, just a few weeks ago, a little junior got his first hop card and he got, he was so excited and he was able to go through to the train himself and to do the beep. He did the beep, beep. And all the attendants gave him a big clap. Yes, yes. <laughs> they all clapped. He couldn't believe it. He, he held it for the day. It makes him enthusiast forever, I feel like. It's a big deal. He held a little card for the day. Good on him. All right. God, uh, my first ride of passage was drinking vodka in the botanical gardens. And, well, yeah. Yeah, we don't want, we, we don't want we don't too many story. rides of no. passage. You know, we, don't want to know, we don't want to know when your first joint was or anything like that. I won't tell you about the noises it, that I made. No. Keep it, yeah, okay. Lessons learned, like real lessons yeah. to help you. Thank you. Right. Thank you, Matt. Uh, thank you. Okay, um, Martin Bosley, I've been thinking. My, uh, my IBT. Um, so about 10 years ago, I've been reflecting on this over the weekend. About 10 years ago, I was involved uh, in an event here in Wellington, and that was um, – Ten years ago, the same-sex marriage law became legal in Aotearoa, and Tourism NZ ran a competition in Australia, and they flew a couple of guys out from New South Wales to be the first Australian gay couple to get married here. Uh, And the two guys were back in the capital this weekend to celebrate their 10th anniversary, and I um, had the opportunity to catch up with them. My involvement was that I I hosted the wedding reception at uh, my old restaurant. But what what struck me about this was that this was like it was it was ten years ago, and it was only ten years ago that same sex marriage was was legalized, and it sort of it sort of it kind of feels like it's been around for so much longer. And, they, and the guys are saying that prior to this, it was a time where where they lived, they couldn't even hold hands together. Um, but Wellington Wellington sort of you know welcomed them here with uh, you know with open with open arms, and even now Wellington hosts the highest proportion of same sex marriages. In New Zealand, uh, with three percent of all marriages in, in the region um, are gay couples, and it kind of feels like something that was so big ten years ago, and was like with, you know, this hoopla with this massive promotion, this competition that was running. You know, it made headlines around the world. You know, Australia didn't follow until a year later before they sort of legalised same-sex marriage. Is now sort of so like, oh, really? We had to do that. That that, that was a thing. Um, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, it just sort of felt like, oh, yeah. God, I can't believe that was oh, like, yeah. you know, it was like that was. It was huge, right? And now it's like it was, well, it was huge news. It was absolutely massive news. It was, you know, say so this big thing that happened, and they go, "Oh, okay, that's what that yeah, is." Yeah, my twelve-year-old my daughter the last week said, "Why is it such a big deal when yeah. a famous actor marries a man?" I said, "It's true. Yeah. It's no one's business." <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah Your after-school yeah, jobs are flooding in. I currently work at my parents' Carver Lounge. I'm thirteen year old, thirteen <laughs> years old, and attend Mags, by the way, aka vodka. <laughs> okay, Martin, sure thing. You're on the panel, RNZ National.